Welcome to Noble Living, where I talk about how and why to live a noble life in the modern world. Hey guys, welcome to the Noble Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Weibel, and today I'm going to be talking a little bit about sin and brokenness. Um, Sin and brokenness in my own life, and sin and brokenness in the greater world, and sort of what, what I mean when I talk about sin and brokenness, and hopefully a path to wholeness in our lives, and how we can be more noble how we can have more love in our hearts and love others more fully. So I wanted first to describe what I mean by sin and brokenness and take us back to the garden because I think that sin and brokenness are a dynamic system, and I'm going to explain what I mean by that in a little bit. So Adam and Eve are in the garden, right? They are perfectly whole. They are perfectly loved by God, and they perfectly walk with God. There is no sin. There is no brokenness. But they choose to sin, right? So what that tells me, and it's kind of amazing, is that even in the greatest places of wholeness, there is the possibility for sin. So there is always a choice to sin if we want to, if we so choose. And... It's kind of crazy to me that out of our wholeness we can sin because I think of a lot of the a lot of the sin that we experience is out of brokenness and brokenness is what happened after the fall. So it's like a chicken and egg situation. So Adam and Eve sin and they bring brokenness into the world and everyone thereafter is born into sin. And there might be something even deeper at the heart level there where now we have sin in us. Uh, I don't really know. I know that because of because of their initial sin, we are all born into a broken world and that affects us in various ways and causes us to be broken as well. And it causes us to sin out of our brokenness. So what I mean when I say that uh, brokenness and sin are a dynamic system is that when we sin, we create brokenness, and out of our brokenness, we continue to sin. So when we sin, we're feeding into our own brokenness, and we can actually go deeper and deeper into the pit. But almost almost all of the sin, at least that I have experienced, has been out of my brokenness. And only wholeness of the heart can be the thing that stop sin, which is the manifestation of brokenness. Although, like I said before, we always have the option to sin. We always have the option to not trust God, to turn from him, to walk away from him. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what that's looked like in my own life and just walk through one of the biggest sins that I've struggled with in my life and the path to wholeness that I've been finding in the last year that's been really amazing. So one of the biggest sins that I've struggled with in my life is pornography. Uh, I 
I think I have have and had a lot of wounds from my family that um, make me crave intimacy. And pornography is a really easy way to get cheap intimacy. So this speaks to the fact that brokenness fuels sin, right? So for me, I wanted to feel known and loved, but I didn't want to endure the risk that I could be rejected and being known and loved. So what do you do? It's really easy to go and look at a screen and see someone who can't respond to you in an intimate situation and feel as if that is being known and loved. But it's obviously a fantasy, right? It's not real. It can't, a person on a screen can't actually make you feel known and loved. It's counterfeit intimacy. It's it's a salve for the wound, but it is not, it will never actually fix anything. And as, because this is a dynamic system, right, as I'm, watching pornography as I'm getting sucked into this, um, really from sixth grade all the way until I'm uh, 22, I am seeing the effects of that in that it is the intimacy that I most crave is farther and farther from me because I don't know how to be loved by real people. I only know how to seek love on a screen. I only know how to feel known and loved in fantasy. I don't actually know how to feel known and loved in reality and be known and loved by the people in my life that are closest to me. And so, man, sin is just this really, really crappy situation where we are simultaneously acting out of brokenness that we can't that we think can't ever be healed and then fueling that brokenness with what we're doing to try to help our pain and i think that sin is also usually a way that we numb out this brokenness inside of us it's just a quick fix to whatever we are whatever we don't want to feel whatever we don't want to process whatever we are scared of and for me, the journey to wholeness in my heart, really, and in pornography was that, first of all, I had to, I had to get, I had to make the decision to not do it anymore, which sounds really simple, um, but I think that a lot of people don't actually go so far as to choose not to do the thing that is hurting them. I think that people say that they do and that they stop just short of actually fully choosing it with their whole being. And I don't say that to condemn anyone or place blame on anyone. I say that because that was the experience for me. And I know that for a few years, um, I... I thought that I had chosen not to do that anymore, not to engage with pornography anymore. And it 
was I had not really chosen that. I had just said that I had chosen that and continued to do it and continued to let myself be in bondage to it. So that's really important to make a firm commitment to actually stop doing the thing that's hurting you and to fully recognize that it is harmful and that it is wrong and that uh, we need to make a we need to make a decision to not engage with that anymore and to put our full heart into not doing that anymore and for me that actually looked like giving up other things in order to make it possible not to engage with pornography anymore And that could be hard for you guys too, right? So on this journey, I had to simultaneously give up drinking completely and smoking. I smoked cigarettes for a little bit. And I realized that as I would engage with those other pleasures, as I would drink a little bit or smoke a cigarette or something, I would be less able to resist looking at pornography. And so that made the choice even harder, right? I had to give up these other two things that I liked in order to stop this harmful activity, which ended up being great in the long run because smoking and drinking, believe it or not, are not (laughs) the best habits either. But I guess I make that point to say that you might have to, you might have to sacrifice other things to get what you really want out of your life. You might have to sacrifice things that you don't want to sacrifice in order to have your brokenness be healed. And so when I started to take those first steps and I started to really put my will behind not engaging in this activity, I wasn't, I wasn't perfect at it for a bit, but I was able to cut down enough on these things that were numbing me out that I started to feel again for the first time in maybe ever of being a wholehearted person, meaning that I started to feel all of the pain that I had suppressed. I started to feel all of the brokenness that I had suppressed, and it started to bubble out of me, and I started to realize that, oh my gosh, there is so much brokenness inside of me. There is so much that needs to be healed in my heart, And I have just been pushing it down and it's been spilling out into these bad habits. And I don't want that anymore. I want a whole heart. I want to be someone who experiences the fullness of life, who experiences the glory of God, and who knows what it's like to live a life on my own terms instead of being in bondage to things that won't ever truly satisfy me. So at the heart level, I really just started to experience wholeness for the first time because I started to feel the pain that I had never felt for the first time. And I started to invite God into my heart. And I started to say, Dad, will you heal these broken places in me? Will you bring me back to these places where I have not experienced your goodness, where I have not experienced your intimacy, where I have not experienced your love? Will you love me in these places and will you bind up my broken heart? And as I started to invite God into that, I I felt the most pain I've ever felt in my entire life. I felt 
depths of pain that I didn't know were inside of me. And it was really hard. And it's still really hard. I'm still going through this process right now. I still have days where I weep harder than I think that I have ever wept before because of the brokenness that is in my heart and because of the healing that exists. Because when God touches a wound inside of you, when he washes you clean, it stings. It hurts because you have to feel all of the brokenness that is inside of you. But guys, it's so worth it because out of that comes this wholeness. It comes this peace. It comes this goodness. And I still, it's not fixed. I still have the choice to sin if I want to. I could look at pornography tonight if I want to. I could get drunk tonight if I want to. I could do all of these things to numb out. The choice never goes away. But because I've tasted of the goodness of God in these areas, because I have this wholeness in my heart, I don't want I don't want that anymore. I I've tasted the bitterness of sin and I've tasted the goodness in the well of God. And I've gone to the depths of my pain and brokenness. And now I've experienced what wholeness can be like. And wholeness is so much better. And I, I want to be someone who chooses God every day. And so all that to say that if you're in a, a spiral, if you are in a place where you are feeding into your brokenness with sin, and it may not be as clear an example as pornography is, like it may be performance-based. It may be I'm going to work really hard so that everyone knows that I'm really smart and I'm really good at what I do. Um, it could be anything where you are, you are acting in sin out of the brokenness in your heart. And I just challenge you to ask, first of all, ask God where sin is manifesting in your life out of brokenness and what that sin is, is feeding into in your brokenness and where he can come in and heal that and make you whole. And I just challenge you to not be scared to go into your own pain, not be scared to seek wholeness in your life and just to move forward in in God and seek wholeness. So I really feel like I want to pray at the end of this and I haven't done that yet, but I just feel called to pray if anyone is listening to this. So I'm going to pray for you if you're listening. Father God, will you heal these people, will you bring them into wholeness? Will you love them in ways that they haven't experienced before? In your son's name, amen.